Before we get started, we'd like to send a big pod jerky shout out and thanks to all our regular listeners. And to all our new listeners, welcome. As always, we kindly ask that you please subscribe to Pod Jerky on Apple Podcasts and on Podbean, our podcast host. And leave a rating, a review, and also leave us a comment as well on what you'd like to hear from us in upcoming episodes. Thanks for all the support and great comments we're getting. And now, on with the show. All right, today is a very, very special episode, and this is for our peeps in the United States of America. The geniuses here in Canada, the Pod Jerky Twins, Master Impressive and Director Awesome, will now be dissecting the U.S. election shit show fire circus. Let's go. Are we going to sing our Pod Jerky theme song? No, no. Okay. Are y'all ready for this? All right, let's go. I don't think you are. We're going right. to play the, the good and the bad. Yes. So here in Canada, just for everyone who's not aware of how our election system works, for the most part, it's just paper ballots. What we're seeing in the States, let's just put it out there. So one side is saying that there's no election fraud, and the other side is saying that there is election fraud. And then there's people in the middle, for example data scientists, numbers guys, people like professional pollsters who are looking at the election results and saying there is some seriously screwed up stuff going on here. And I was reading, there's so many articles out there right now that are talking about the fraud that's going on in some of these swing states that a lot of dead people are voting, dead people are voting twice. I mean, why not have them vote four times? Why stop at two? There's a lot of stuff going on. And there's even, I read, and this isn't from CNN or Fox or anybody. These are independent outlets. We do our research in the background. Democrats and Republicans are saying that there's something seriously wrong with the election results this year. And that I think some of the Democratic voters want an actual audit done of what's really going on. Because a lot of people are concerned that the election is being stolen from the people by the Democrats or whoever's trying to push their narrative. And, you know, they want to steal the election. They want to get into power so they can drive the bus. And ultimately, the election is for the people and by the people to decide for themselves who they want to lead in the future, the next four years. Now, we're not experts here in elections, especially in the States. As Canadians, we understand basically how they work. But the fact that there's so many ways that you can vote what they allow as votes or certain like certified votes versus unregistered votes versus ballot entries versus, you know, having your name on the ballot entry and all this stuff going on. And we're actually going to play some clips from a local independent media outlet, the Rebel News here in Canada. And they talk about the company involved in the voting machines that's based here in Canada. And I'll play a clip of that later on. Let me play devil's advocate here and let me say, why would we believe one side over the other? Why are we going to believe that the people who are losing the election or have lost the election 
why should I believe what their narrative is and saying that, you know, these people are dead voters, these people are unregistered voters, these people are rigging the election. Whereas if we were to go and look at it and say, show me the proof of it, then okay, then maybe we'd believe it. Show me that the names of these people are not registered voters. So why are we picking one side over the other? Is it a Republican versus a Democrat thing saying, I believe everything that the Republicans are saying? And then the Democrats are saying, hey, you're calling, this is like bullshit, so we're calling you out on it. And there's no answers to that. And everyone is believing the Democrats that are Democratic supporters. Who are we to believe is telling the right story? How do we know? Well, it's like you said, right? So most of these swing states, a lot of the votes aren't certified yet, or they were. And so now the certification of the votes is being fought in the court system, and it'll probably reach its way to the Supreme Court. Now, having just read some of the stuff that's going on in the background, reading the articles, looking at some of the videos, there is a lot of shady, shady shit going on, a lot. And I think there were, in some of these swing states that are run by the Democrats, some of them actually have ties to the company that produces the voting systems, the machines. And I can't remember for the life of me, there was one particular senator, governor, I can't remember now, in one of these democratic states that used to work for the company that created these systems. And while she was working for the company, was also active in government. She, I think she had a government position. And it's funny that at that particular moment in that state, that company got a contract because of this individual. I can't remember what her name is. I'm sorry. I'm not up to date on all the names and all the stuff that's going on in the United States. It's crazy. But it's very interesting. So right there is a conflict of interest. Plus, um, like I said, there's a lot of data scientists, these numbers guys, professional pollsters, certified pollsters that are actually looking at the numbers and saying, so for example, let's say there's 1.8 million registered voters for a state, but 3.4 million votes have been cast in that state, there's something not right there. I mean, just by the numbers. So let me play devil's advocate on that one again. You have 1.8 million registered voters, but 3.6 million came in. So you had double the votes, right? Are they counting the military personnel that are out of state that still have the right to vote? Are they counting people who have moved to the state are still eligible to vote in that state? Um, but haven't actually had the address changed in the system yet, but they're still eligible to vote in that state. There's a lot of factors, and that's why I'm playing devil's advocate here, that we don't know about because we're not in that system. We don't know the political ploy to all of this. We don't know what's going on. Are those numbers a little bit too far off from each other? Yes, I believe they are if those are the numbers. However, we have to think about a computer system. Computer systems can be flawed. They can. Human beings, we're not perfect. We can be flawed. Our counting system over here kind of works out a little bit better where we're not putting it through the machine to do the counting. We're doing human counting. And the U.S. actually in the recounts did it through human counting and still came up with the same results. Now, that's not to say that the ballots weren't cast from people that shouldn't have cast them or... I guess, the dead uh, voters that they call them. You mean the walking dead? The walking dead. Fear of the walking dead. Right. Uh, that's not to say that those aren't the ones that they're counting as well, like the humans are counting them. But again, which side do you believe? Which side do we believe? 
if you're a Republican and I'm a Democrat, I'm going to sway towards the Democrat side. You're going to sway towards the Republican side. There's going to be propaganda from both sides. They're both going to try and get us on, on their side to try and believe the truth. Now, that being said, I am not a fan of Donald Trump. However, I am not a fan of Joe Biden. So either one winning is a loss for me uh, in that country. Uh, I'm not a fan of either one of them. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm bipartisan. I actually would like hmm. to vote for David Hasselhoff. Hmm. I think he should be the next president of the United States of America. Getting back to the point where you were mentioning the military absentee ballots hmm. and actually considering people moving into a district, they have rules and regulations for that. So somebody actually mentioned this on one of the, I don't know, during a newscast or something like that. And they were mentioning, or sorry, it was one of the senators, one of the state officials said, don't you dare come to this district and think that you're going to swing the vote with your bullshit. He didn't say that, but he basically said that. And he said, we have rules and regulations. So you have to have lived in this area for at least a year and you have to be paying taxes. You have to actually live here and it's going to be certified. So that takes care of that issue. Then the absentee ballots. I think there's only a certain amount. For example, let's say the military personnel. I think they counted those. I don't know how things work, but it's a complete shit show down there. They found that ballots were missing in dumpsters. There was an episode on one of the major broadcasters in the States. I think this was in 2018. And they were talking about how easy it is to hack these digital voting systems. They use thumb drives to transfer the votes and then they can be uploaded into like a system. And then there's human involvement there. So tell me, listen, there's a lot of unscrupulous people out there. And even some of the poll watchers were saying that there was a period of four to five hours where they stopped the counting in all these swing states. Next thing you know, the numbers magically went up through the roof for Biden. And I think pretty much the majority, if not all of the votes that magically were counted during this time that nothing was being counted was 100% for Biden. Now, also, there's certain uh, instances where there were Democrat-leaning and Republican-leaning individuals, certified poll watchers, who said, now, this is Democrat and Republican coming together saying, there's weird stuff going on here. We weren't able to watch. They didn't allow us. But we noticed things that were fishy and shady, like large transport trucks bringing in a whole bunch of ballots after hours when nothing was supposed to be counted. Things along these lines here. So when you have independent people outside of the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, average ordinary citizens who want things done democratically, fairly, that they're seeing that there's serious issues and there's weird stuff going on here and there needs to be a recount. It's telling you something. And I think the main problem here is they don't want this election or the election vehicle to be manipulated so that the future elections are done fairly and with transparency. So, in fact, the people choose their next leader and not the power brokers behind the scenes who want the power for whatever gain they're involved in. That could be, for example, let's say ties to China. So there's right now a lot of stories about Biden and China, all these shady deals going on in the background. So if this stuff is proven, if it is, if it's proven, you're going to have, let's say Biden ends up winning the election and becomes the next president of the United States of America. 
So if you know that this guy has ties to the Communist Party of China, I'm just thinking, is that not a concern to anybody? China is not your friend, okay? China is not your friend. And the business people that are feeding off the slave labor over there, they're not your friends. If the Chinese government is paying U.S. politicians, that's something to worry about. And if the evidence is staring you right in the face, and at the end of the day, you say, who cares? Well, you get what you ask for, right? So if you want Biden, that's what you're going to get. If you want Trump, that's what you're going to get. Now, if things can be proven in court with facts, evidence, eyewitness account, proven completely, I think that's the best thing that needs to be done. Total transparency. Everything needs to be aired out. If there's massive fraud and criminality going on all over the place, it needs to be shut down. Otherwise, welcome to the United States of Venezuela or North Korea or Communist China, right? Because they would want nothing better than to just roll over the United States. And that ties into part three of our original COVID series that we put out. And part three dealt with the transition of power. So it was a prophecy that was basically saying in the end times that the West would capitulate to the East. And I'm thinking to myself, what better way for China to have that happen than to have the Chinese sort of have their fingers in the background in the U.S. election to actually wrestle away the power from the United States without lifting a military finger? That's brilliant. That comes back to the corruption of some of the politicians that are bought and paid for by the Communist Chinese Party. Hi, Devil's Advocate here again. You're fired. <laughs> if we're talking about the election being rigged or somebody actually having um, vested interest in it, then we can always go back to four years ago when the Russians were accused of having or meddling in the election as well. And that all just blew away as well after it was all done with. And now we're talking about the same thing four years later with another president-elect that it's happening with. So this is not like this is the first time that it's happened. And we have to remember that anywhere through history, it's not really the president that's running the country. There are a lot of people behind the scenes that are running the country that are pushing. You have big pharma companies. You have, you have a ton of companies out there that are actually pushing for certain things to happen because they know if that person is in charge they're going to get what they want. So we're looking at it at a big picture. We're not looking at it as just, you know what, Biden won because of this. But you know what, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff or Trump lost because of this. Maybe he didn't give out what they wanted. And that's why the vote came that way. Uh, with the um, mail-in voting, there was a lot of mail-in voting this year. Uh, COVID restrictions, a lot of people didn't want to go out to the actual uh, voting stations to do it. So a lot of came, a lot of it came into mail-in voting. There's actually one story that I was reading about, and it was a military wife whose vote was rejected, and it was rejected because her husband did not live in state, and he was a military veteran, and they rejected it because he was not eligible to vote in that state, but hers got rejected. And she has the proof on her paper saying it's her name, her address, all of her information, her social uh, security number, whatever it is, all the information is there, but her vote got rejected. And she voted Democrat and her vote got rejected because the husband lived out of state. So now there's a little fishy stuff going on there too. So 
I don't know which side to believe in this story, nor do I really care. Uh, it's not the country we live in. We live in a uh, another communist country called Canada. Sorry, it's <laughs> called Kanakistan or uh, China. Yeah. We'll just go with that. Because if you all think the U.S. is a shit show, Canada is Looney Tunes, a tyrannical country mm-hmm. run by communist sympathizers. Mm-hmm. It's just a complete shit show up here. They're arresting business owners because they're getting slaughtered with these COVID lockdowns. Meanwhile... Check this out. Our fearless leader here, Justin Trudeau, gave away all our protective equipment supplies to the Chinese. Then they sent some of our government planes over to China to get a shipment or a new supply of masks, face shields and things like that. And do you know that the communists just, they wouldn't allow anyone to leave the area and they wouldn't allow any of the Canadian personnel to pick anything up. So you know what they did? They came back to Canada empty-handed. These are the idiots that are running this country. They're communist sympathizers. They're corrupt. They're Everyone's lying out of their ass here, and pretty soon there's going to be a, a revolt up here in Canada. Now, I'm telling you. don't get us wrong. We do love this country. We do love the country that we live in. Yes. We do not like the leaders that are running our province, our, country, our, our entire country. Um, but again, with politics, this is what you get. You get this with politics. Everybody that ever ran for politics is always going to tell you, listen, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this for you. We're going to make this happen. We're going to cut taxes. We're going to do this. And then they get voted in and then it comes time to and they go, oh, sorry, we can't do that. So that's just that's just politics. That's just the way it works. I'm thinking a Simpsons episode now. Was it the monorail? Yeah. The big fiasco there, the scandal. Yep. Just think monorail. That's the point where we're at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's just the way politics works. I mean, we have to come to learn that in life. You know, I am part of a lot of Facebook groups uh, due to the podcast. We're in a lot of podcast groups. And you see a lot of arguing between Republicans and Democrats and saying, you know, Biden is not my president. And, you know, we're going to fight this. And if Trump loses, we're going to go in the streets and we're going to riot. And like, listen, the voting system is a certain way. Unless the Supreme Court changes the ruling, this is how it happens. If it was rigged, there's not really much you're going to be able to prove or do about it because the Supreme Court has let it go. At the end of the day, it is what it is. It is what it is. Does it suck that the election would get stolen from the people? Sure. Because now we're not living in a democracy anymore. You're living in communism. And they're just being able to put in whoever they want. But we don't know if that's the end of the story. We, we, we don't have all the facts. We try to do as much research as we can. We try to get as much information as we can. But at the end of the day, we don't know. So now we're going to be including some of the audio portions of the reporting that's going on on this side of the pond. And this is from Rebel News. And they're a local independent media outlet. And what they try to do is just get down to the facts. And they're usually stymied here in this country by the corrupt politicians who are trying to hide their malfeasance, their lies, their scandal, their corruption. I got to say, Canada, right now, Canada seems to be one of the most corrupt countries on this planet. We make Venezuela look like Shangri-La. Things here in Canada are really, really bad and shady. And there's going to be a lot of problems up here in the Great White North. 
do not let the sickness up here in Canada ever come into the States because if that happens on top of the garbage that you guys have to deal with, it'll just destroy you all. So put up that wall all along the Canadian border. It's going to be what? 800 million miles of wall. It's going to have Kodiaks on one side, beavers on the other. Keep out the mosquitoes, the black flies. But I'll tell you one thing. We ain't paying for it. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) So let's get into that clip. Okay. Let's play the clips here from Rebel News, and then we'll discuss what they had actually mentioned. Hi there. Would you be able to tell us why Dominion Voting gave so much money to Hillary Clinton? Would you be able to explain that to me? She did have a Dominion Voting tag there. Very luckily, we were invited in by a friendly individual who works in this building, not for tides and not for Dominion Voting, but he wanted us to be in where it's warm while we asked folks coming into work on this early Toronto morning what Dominion Voting was doing when they donated almost $50,000 to Hillary Clinton. I didn't make that up, the document is right here. It's almost too crazy to believe that an organization that we trust to be impartial, that controls the integrity of the ballots in dozens of jurisdictions, from New Brunswick to New York, Dominion Voting has their hands on ballots across the world. And we are supposed to trust them that they're handling those with integrity. Why did they decide that Hillary Clinton was deserving of so much cash? So you can see that there is indeed a Unit 360. You can see it right here. Uh, But for some reason on their front display, they've removed Unit 360 uh, and 370. So that's Tides and Dominion voting. Well, that's our own Kean Begstie in the streets of Toronto. What a delight to have the Prairie Boy out here in the big smoke. Kean, good for you. You know, it's so funny, Dominion Voting Systems, it's all over the news in the United States. Um, but you were the first journalist in America or Canada who thought, well, maybe I'll just go visit their head office. It's based here in Canada. Well, isn't that so weird that it even is in Canada? Mm. Um, the, this company that has an ungodly amount of control over the American, uh, who sits in the Oval Office, really? They, they'll they'll want to say, no, we're impartial. We have nothing to do with the results. But in, in reality, they control what's on the inside of these boxes that are so easily hackable that have sh- that we've shown, not, not us here at Rebel News, but it's been shown that 3,000 votes in Michigan County were swapped just by accident. They say it was human error, but what does that mean if it keeps happening over and over again? So yeah, I, I figured it was time to go to their headquarters here in Toronto and ask a few questions. Of course, they weren't too interested in me, uh, me being there, but we got the story out nonetheless. Yeah, lots of private security uh, uh, police. They hired police yep. as private security. I know that is a thing, but it struck me as a bit odd. Um, I guess they knew they were going to be under some scrutiny, mm-hmm. although had you not been there, I don't think they really would have been. I saw Joe Warmington did a tweet yep. about it, but I haven't seen any journalists go and talk to them, and they've sort of kept their head down. Elections Canada interesting enough, published a tweet saying, we got nothing to do with this company. For a hundred years, we've counted ballots Mm -hmm. by paper. And I think that's the right way to go. Some things you want low tech, because a lot of the jiggery pokery, cyber crime, cyber attacks, hacking, that only happens when you go high tech. You can't really hack a pencil and a paper. Yeah, no, uh, and actually there's a hilarious John Oliver 
uh, clip on this. He spent 20 minutes last year telling everyone when he was worried that Donald Trump was going to win again before coronavirus, when he was going to slam dunk this election. Uh, he's, he wanted to cast as much doubt as possible on Dominion voting, and rightfully so, because it is really just this black box uh, where you don't know what's uh, you don't know what happens to your ballot. You have no trust in it after it goes into this box. Yeah, and I mean, we have yet to see the case made by Trump's lawyers in full. Sidney Powell, uh, who is General Flynn's lawyer, who's been doing the media circuit, she's telling extraordinary stories about the corruption she's, she's thing, uh, she is seeing. And a lot of Trump partisans certainly hope she's right that we can overturn the election. I. I'm a Trump supporter, you know, vicariously up here in Canada, but I, ha I, part of me is skeptical that these, that there is quite as much fraud as she says. But she says a lot of it is because these voting machines allow people to change votes after the fact, mm -hmm. to um, add votes, things that you just couldn't do in a paper basis. Very, very odd. Well, this it goes back to what we were seeing on election night when in Wisconsin uh, and Michigan, it seemed like more people were voting than there were people even in certain counties. It uh, seemed like uh, the results that the press, who let's we can't say that they're not, you know, com complicit or complacent in any of this. They they were reporting numbers that the Michigan uh, Secretary of State was reporting were, was inaccurate. Mm. Uh, they were reporting that over, I think it was a hundred thousand more votes had been counted and tabulated than even the Secretary of State of that very state said at that time. So I mean, this election there, it certainly needs to be uh, audited. It needs to there needs to be recounts in certain places for sure, which we're seeing now that there will be in two Mich uh, two Wisconsin counties, and good for them for doing that. Donald Trump actually paid three million dollars to get that done. Uh, it, it needs to be audited because, unfortunately, they don't have elections like we do in Canada, where where the ballots are paper. You can you can go back and look at those ballots two weeks later and see, okay, this was clearly a vote for this person, uh, yeah. and unfortunately, the United States doesn't do that. That's an excerpt from my daily show, The Ezra Levant Show. Every day I do a monologue on the news of the day, then I interview an interesting guest, and then I read my hate mail. You gotta subscribe. Go to rebelnews.com. Thanks to Rebel News for allowing us to play their content. Please note that the views expressed by the Rebel News are their own, and if you want to hear what's really going on in Canada, then please subscribe to their channel. All their links will be posted in our show notes. Yeah, so... I think right now everybody's just left with all these questions and the sooner this stuff gets fixed up, clarified, put to bed, the better off we will all be, especially here in Canada since we're your allies. So hopefully everything goes well and gets back to normal and we can continue to do business with each other, support each other and stop with all the nonsense. Yeah, if you guys have any thoughts, suggestions on this episode or any of our episodes that we've done, anything that you want to see us do in the future, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, at Pod Jerky. You can get us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, anywhere uh, podcasts can be found on any platform that they can be found on. You can hit us up on all of our social media channels. Uh, we look forward to hearing from all of you, getting some of your input, getting some of your feedback, and maybe giving us some episode ideas that you want to hear us talk about. So for Master Impressive, I am the director. Stay safe, be kind to each other, and we'll see you later. And just before we end this one off, 
remember to vote Master Impressive and Director Awesome. Here we go now! Hot Turkey.